Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Golds, a Florida State baseball pad- podcast. Uh, this week we have our second episode of our countdown series. This week we're talking to Logan Lacey one-on-one, not exactly 32 days to Florida State baseball for number 32. Um, doing this a day late because MLK Day yesterday. Uh, but we are exactly one month till Florida State opening day, uh, February 18th against James Madison University. Um, hopefully we get a opening day W this year, unlike the last couple of years. Um, either way, looking forward to this upcoming season. Um, we got a bit of a glimpse into that and, and Florida State's national, where they stand nationally today as D1 baseball dropped their preseason top 25. Uh, Florida State's ranked number 11. Uh, we also got, we knew it was going to be a, flo- a loaded schedule for Florida State this year, but that rankings kind of showed us how much of a loaded schedule it's going to be. Um, 21 of FSU's 56 games will come against D1 preseason top 25 teams, and 16 of those will occur in, occur in Dick Hauser. So it's going to be a really fun season overall, but especially at, at Dick Hauser and at home with hopefully getting full crowds back here this year. And you know, FSU will play three against number nine UF, three against number 10 NC State, three against number 13 Notre Dame, three against number 17 TCU, three against 21 Georgia Tech. That's the only road series you'll get a couple other games away with uf you know with the neutral site in jacksonville and also one at uf um also three apiece against number 23 duke and number 25 um uh this is the highest ranking fsu's had in the preseason from d1 baseball under meet um also the highest ranking they've had preseason since number five since they were number five in 2018 um so yeah florida state is going to be somewhere from 10 to 15, 18-ish in every rankings, I would say. Um, Perfect Game is the only other one that's come out so far, and Florida State was number 15. Um, I would agree anywhere from 10 to 18 just because, you know, this team's pitching staff is top three, five in the nation, maybe top one. Um, but we don't know exactly what we're going to get from the hitters yet. I, I would, I'm pretty optimistic about what this lineup can do, but we still need to see what some of the young kids can do in the regular season under the – bright lights. So um, either way, it's going to be an exciting season. Um, a lot of that is going to happen because of veterans like Logan Lacey, who we're about to talk to. Uh, you can listen to some of his his story here when we talk to him one, one-on-one. Um, so here, here it is, Logan Lacey, one-on-one with me. Just, I guess, how excited are you guys? What's the excitement level around the program right now with you guys going through workouts and, and, and preseason practice starting up next week? Um, yeah, everything everything's going smooth right now. We got we got no lingering injuries. Um, we've had a really strong fall. Everyone's like, everyone's just really grinding right now. And it's like, uh, usually you get through the fall and you're like, oh. You know, I'm ready to be over and ready to play other teams, but it's like we're just having such a good time with each other. We just time's just flying by. We have no idea. You guys have lots of new faces, including transfers and, and a bunch of new freshmen as well. Just how's the team chemistry been coming along through the through the fall and into and up to this point? Oh yeah, like I said, like I said, uh, you say it like every year. Like you always say, you know. We we have such great chemistry, and uh, we we get along so well. But I don't know what it is about this year. But I mean, I've never seen freshmen come in the way they do. You know, hit the weights and so dedicated to their craft out there on the field. 
it's just uh, it's really cool to see as an older guy. You had a really strong season last year, and and um, you know I know you probably could have had chances to to sign undrafted after the draft. Just just I guess what what led to this decision to come back and and play for this extra uh, redshirt season you have? Well, I decided to come back uh, because I don't want to be I don't want to quit because I just like I'd rather. I'd rather just be my time when it's over. If I have the, the chance to play another year of baseball, I'm always going to take that opportunity no matter what. I'm never going to I'm never going to put it away unless I'm told. And I feel like I I came back, I'm coming back and you know, I hit the weights a lot harder. I'm hitting balls a lot further. So, you know, I'm just I'm like critiquing myself and I fixed the little things that weren't so well last year. I move forward. You're, you know, you're a Tallahassee kid. You're, you went to high school around this area. Just what has it meant to you to play for FSU for a few seasons and to have this last year coming up? Uh, it's, an, it's an amazing feeling, Brad. I mean, coming up through the system, I mean, high school played here. I actually got to go to uh, Juco ball here. So I got to see, like, every part of the system coming up. And this is, this is by far one of the funnest places to play. And I do not regret coming here. You talked a little bit about Juco Ball. Just, I guess, you know, you went to TCC. Um, just what were some of the biggest lessons you learned there? And I know you pitched there, too. I guess, do you ever miss pitching a little bit? Or do you love just getting to focus on hit, on hitting all the time now? Uh, no. I definitely am glad that I'm done pitching. And we definitely have the pitching staff to really help us get deep into the season. So I feel like I'm not really needed in that category. But mm-hmm. uh, in Juco ball, we really um, – we didn't really focus on some of the conditioning things that we do here. So, like, like uh, we have Jamie. He really helps us get stronger in the weight room, which we didn't do at TCC. We didn't really lift much. So it was basically just playing with talent over at Juco ball. But over here, you know, they got us to work and – they help me mentally and physically get stronger. You know, you mentioned the weight room a couple of times already. Um, I know last year a couple of times Meet mentioned how much how much of kind of a freak you are in the weight room and the weights you put up and I guess just how much pride do you take in that time and, and what you guys do in there? Um, I never really understood the like the work that you had to put in in the weight room until I got here at FSU because, like I said earlier, in Juco ball, I was relying mainly on, on just talent. And when I got here, I had um, I had Elijah Cabell really help push me in the weight room because he was also a freak in the weight room. So it really helped me push myself as a competitor to, to lift a lot heavier. And I started learning more about nutrition, and it really helped me keep my body stronger. And I'm still learning, but I feel that I am – way better than I was last year, and I know it's just going to keep getting better each year. You played a little bit of center field last year, but but mostly third base, and I'm pretty sure you played, you know, mostly infield as well at TCC. Just now making that transition to playing center field full-time, just just how's that going for you, and how much do you enjoy playing the outfield? Well, I was kind of in the same situation in Juco ball, but I played right field instead. I was third base right field. Mm. Uh, the transition really isn't that much of a difference other than 
the deception. I'm not used to a ball coming straight at me. I don't really know how to read it as well, but I've gotten a lot better. And, um, yeah, I feel like there's, like, there's just a little things. Like, I'm still working uh, how to get around the sun because the sun's right dead on you uh, during game time. So it's just little things like that. Now that you're in the outfield full-time, you'll get to play alongside Reese um, some and be out there with him. Just just him coming back this year along with you, just just what does he mean to this team? And what do you, I know he's mentioned a little bit that he has a different approach this year just mentally. Just what have you seen from him coming back this year? I mean, it's just great having him back out there, having another older guy out there. Um, he's, very, he's very different than I've seen him in the past two years. Like in the past two years, you know, I feel like the draft can get to some people sometimes. Like it, it does with me too, or it did. And uh, he's really, it's been a huge improvement I've seen from him this year. He's hitting the ball wherever he wants now. He's smiling a lot. You know, I think he's just having a really great time because this is a really great team. You know, last year you got to hit behind Tyler a lot at the top of the order. And, you know, just the way he works at bats to start the game and, and putting pressure on pitchers, what is it like to hit behind him and get to see as, as many pitches as he as he does for you guys? Oh, he helps out a lot. I mean, I'm on deck, and I'm, I always call him the guinea pig. He's, he gets to go up there and tells me I get to see everything he's got because he has to throw all his pitches to him because he's not going to swing at balls. And uh, when I'm up there on deck, I'm just like, I'm just so impressed by how young he is and how great of a discipline he has up there in the box. You were you were sandwiched between him and, and Matt most of the season, just – when you're on base for all, all the stuff that, that Nelly did, I guess just how much fun was it hitting in front of him and, and getting to watch what he did last season? I mean, it was kind of unbelievable. I didn't realize how great it was until the draft. Like, I didn't realize how great of a play it was because you're just around so much competition and you just forget sometimes. And it was just, he was just doing things that were just unbelievable that I guess you just get numb to because you see it every day. And that's, right. that's pretty much how it was all fall and spring. Nothing changed about them. You know, I know the thing that Meat talks to you a lot about and, you know, the whole team is that opposite field approach. And, and you use it a lot and hitting line drives that way. Just how much does that help you? And how much does Meat help you every day and staying on that approach? Uh, yeah, I really think it just helps me uh, really just stay in control of my uh, – my barrel path or my path of my barrel and um what's it called it really helped me start rolling over as much to third base because i was thinking full 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 so much that you know that's what everyone in the defense is even thinking they're getting ready to run full side they're not ready mm. for that backside hit right. and i think it can really uh mess up the transition of the defense going back to the first season you were at florida state in 2020 you know, right before they went into the COVID pause, you had just kind of started getting into the starting lineup and started to get into a bit of a groove. Um, just when that season got canceled, and, and, and I guess just what was that time like for you and, and that off season where you had a bunch of time to get right physically? And, and just what was that? How, how did you take that time? Yeah, that was probably one of the most difficult years in my college career because not only was it a new virus, uh, everyone was freaking out and all the businesses were shutting down. So it was kind of hard to do workouts because 
I remember Jamie sent out a schedule and he was like, Hey, I know gyms are closed, but here are like body weight workouts that we could do. And it was, it was really hard. It was kind of hard to do just because of how everything was going on. It just kind of seemed like reality shut down for a long time. Right. And I knew I had things to work on, but it was just hard because you couldn't go to cages and you couldn't do certain things just because facilities and everything were closed down. So I had to rig up some home things just to, just to try to keep, keep it going, keep the body moving. And that was mainly the uh, main thing I did that year going into 2021. You're going just going a little bit off some serious things and going to some more fun things to talk about. Um, you know, I noticed the other day when the team put out the Twitter video from photo shoot day, um, you flexing a bit, a little bit, and showing off your tattoo on your bicep that shows uh, says Showtime. Just, just what's the story behind that tattoo? Um, that's actually a funny story. That I actually had that nickname. Uh, from my grandfather and because he raised me growing up mm -hmm. so I always called him dad so no one, everyone kind of was like like that's your dad because he was older so it shocked people but that was just the way it was and uh whenever we get in the game it always seemed like it'd be a, like a fun situation and he'd always he'd always be screaming at the crowd he's like what time is it and um he'd always have the crowd scream at showtime so I got that tattoo around about 10th grade and yeah, that's that's the only tattoo I've gotten so far, but it means a lot to me. That, that's a pretty. That's good, why I got it. That's a pretty good one to have. Um, just, I guess you've been in Tallahassee for a while. I guess what's some what's one place that if you had to give anyone to go eat at, what would you say? Yeah, if I really if I really have to go eat, it probably would be. Uh, that's a hard one. It'd probably either be relish burger or it would be Matteo's pizza those are my two top two top places but if i really had to choose one i'd probably go with i'd probably have to go with Matteo's just because i got so many points there already <laughs> that's pretty good i was <laughs> just just what hobbies do you have off the field when you're not doing baseball you're not in school just just what are some things that you like to do off the field <clears throat> so over uh when we had covid I really was looking into doing new hobbies because it was hard to leave home. And mm. I really picked up, I really like playing Oculus. It's like a virtual reality headset. Right. And I found that being so fun because I was able to like, it felt like I was, I was gone. Like I just wasn't in this, in this world. I was just having so much fun. Yeah. And then, uh, I also picked up like a craftsmanship. I like, I like doing just like handyman stuff on the side. I like just fixing little problems at home or wherever it may be just helping friends out i really like doing that kind of stuff that's awesome going back to on the field and this year's team i guess just what's what's an area that you you feel you guys really need to improve to to, to try to get over that hump and back into omaha um i really feel like it's really hard for me to say because i feel like it's basically just an opinion because i don't think in my opinion, that there's anything really wrong mm -hmm. because I feel like hitting was our like low point last year and defense. And we have, we're like above and beyond that this year. Right. And, you know, pitching hasn't changed a bit. If anything, we're stronger. And it's just, it's so much fun knowing that I really feel like we have a really great chance of going all the way to Omaha this year.
and I'm excited. You got you guys got to experience the big atmosphere um, at Ole Miss last year in the regional, but never got that big atmosphere at home and haven't had it since 2020. So just how excited are you? How excited are you to get back to you know a full crowd at Dick Hauser? Uh, I'm actually very excited because in all my three years here, we've we've been dealing with the COVID, and now they have micro, and I hope that doesn't get as big, but mm. I don't think it will. But um, I really never did get to experience that full stadium uh, experience. So I, I mean, I got to experience it a couple times on the road. But nothing like home and nothing beats home. And I'm just ready to see the Kaiser pack again. Thank you to Logan Lacey for joining us on Sunday Golds, his first appearance. Maybe we'll get him on here a couple more times during the season. Definitely expecting some more big things out of him this year. Um, just know how good Logan is and how he attacks the game every day and plays as hard as anyone in the college level. Uh, Always fun watching him play and, and looking forward to seeing him in center field this year. Um, moving forward, probably speak again in a couple a week or so on here on Sunday Golds. Hopefully we're talking to Alex Terrell for this next countdown series. Um, maybe also Reese Albert. Um, we'll see, but we definitely have a few more guys lined up um, to talk to for this countdown series. So we're looking forward to that and hope you guys are looking forward to it as well. Um, This was another episode of Sunday Golds, a Florida State baseball podcast.